Hi there, my name is Lindy van Yerden and welcome to the Be Known Podcast. If you are feeling stuck and craving more from your life, then you are at the right place. If you have kids running around like I have and never find time for yourself, you are at the right place. If you want to change your life and build a side business to call your own, you are at the right place. Grab a cup of coffee and join me. I'm also a busy mom, so I promise to keep things short and sweet. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Let's begin. Hi everyone and welcome. Today I am joined by Natanya Berg. She is the owner and founder of Sociala Media Agency. Welcome Natanya. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Lindy. It is absolutely my pleasure. So I have been working with Natanya for, uh, geez, I don't even know how long, over a year now? Almost a year, I think. I think it's almost a year, yeah, about yeah, the, my journey our, started, yeah. We have our anniversary coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I better remember this one. <laughs> Anyway, so I just thought it would be a really fun interview to do. Um, as most of you know, I'm a digital marketing strategist and I cover all of the basis in terms of digital marketing. But the biggest area that I find businesses focus on is social media. And I am sure that you have tons of experience and knowledge that you're going to share with us today. So I think let's start off at the very basics and just I'm going to ask you to do a bit of an introduction about who you are and then we'll move on to how did you actually get into the industry. So floor is yours. So my name is Natanya Berg and I am a social media manager slash social media coach based in South Africa. And what I do is I help solopreneurs or busy entrepreneurs build an online presence for their business with content that turns their followers into clients. And then with regards to the social media coaching side, I help side hustle social media managers with the right foundations in place to make sure that their business is a success and they can go full freelance just the way I did. Brilliant. That's basically what I do. Yeah. So you're talking about um, that is what you do or how you have started. Tell us a little bit about how this journey started. I know you started off in the corporate world like a lot of us and also like a lot of our followers um, that are still in the corporate world and they want to move out. They want to do their own thing, but they don't know how. How did you do it? So I was basically, I started off, I've been in the hospitality industry for almost 17 years wow. and we had the opportunity to, me and Hubby, to start our own business, which was an online cupcake business, which we got investment through Dragon's Den in South Africa. And from there, I realized that I had a passion for social media and marketing. And when my Baba was born, I had to go back to work because I couldn't afford to basically have two salaries come out of a baking company. And I then kind of was very lucky to go and work for the Radisson Blue Hotel Group within the marketing department. And this was like my ultimate dream job it was my dream hotel group, my dream job. I always used to say my blood is blue because that is where I wanted to be. But then about 2017, I thought that, you know what, there's so many new businesses that are starting that do not have the funds first off to actually have a full on social media person in their business. So why don't I take what I have learned within my customer care and hospitality years and also what I've learned from having my own business put that together and start like a side hustle of it. And within that time, I obviously took a lot of time educating myself. I did a lot of courses and stuff like that. And then 2020 April, 
I decided to sign up with a coach in Canada. So it was a huge investment and the pandemic just hit. And I was like, oh crap, what have I done? I'm not going to get any income. The hotels are not working. So it's no work, no pay. What am I going to do? And I physically went and set up a corner in the house, like in the dining room. And I worked while everyone was here at home. I made sure that I pushed every single day. And it got to the point, I think in August, 2020, I realized that I don't have to go back to my nine to five. I could actually quit. And I mean, that's not a, a huge time frame to actually make my salary and more. And then when we got called back end of September, it was like my heart just sank. And I was like, I cannot go back. I think I was back for three days and I was miserable. And I said, guys, I'm out. And that's where my journey just went more and more and more. And I've kept on investing in my own training. And I cannot tell you what change that has made to work with a coach and to actually have someone guide you to take the steps that needs to be taken. Because if you think they've built their business for like 10 years and you want to have a quick win, but it's not going to be a quick win if you try and DIY it. So for me, that was what blew my business out of the water. I mean, being a business owner myself, we know the struggles. We know about how to design your own website and then Google search, how do I add this? What should I do next? Like, what should yeah. you have on your About Us page? Um, and it only comes later with all of that clarity. And if you can tap into that clarity and that advice and all of that experience that someone else has, then it it really takes off years from of your exactly learning process. Mm. Tell me a little bit how what was the emotions that went through your head, um, and that feeling going through your body when you decided you want to resign? Uh, because I think there's a lot of people that are in that situation. They really don't enjoy their job. They know they should probably quit and do something else. But we still have a lot of people still have that mindset that a job with a salary is um, is safe and going on your own is not safe. So how did you how did you manage that emotions and that feelings? Yeah, I think for me, it was a very, very scary time because I basically just kind of established myself within the property that I or the brand that I was working for and stuff like that. And having changed my career so many times from exec housekeeper to accountant to procurement to have being a business owner and then going and finding my dream job. And then now I want to do the same. And I'm like, I'm 36 like who who starts over at 36 I mean it's insane to think about it I mean a lot of people say that a salary is like a drug so you get fed that drug every single month you do not have to stress I mean every time I lose a client I am devastated but at the end of the day there's only so much you can do as a social media manager as you know as well there's so much more that goes into building a business and stuff like that rather than just focusing on one element of it um, so that day that I decided to resign, I think I was actually crying and I was like, I cannot go to my journal manager and tell him I'm leaving. But a couple of days before I actually had a conversation with him and he told me how his wife left her corporate job to become a freelance teacher. And that kind of like planted the seed that he might actually understand where I was coming from. And I actually went to him and I said to him, that I don't feel like I'm adding value 
to the property that I was working at or at the other property that I was managing. Because we were in a pandemic, we couldn't really market food and beverage, we couldn't market events. So I was not adding value. And I found that I could add more value to every single one of the business that I had on my books at the stage than spending 50% of my time. Because we literally had to work 11 days a month, which is nothing. I mean, I could have gotten half my salary for 11 days, but I didn't want to do that because it didn't feel like me anymore. So the moment I made that decision, it's like my mood swifted, like 360. I was a different person. I was excited because I knew that the days were counting down and I only had like a couple of days to to finish off. I think I finished off on the 28th of October last year. So I literally worked like for 11 days and I was done. So scary as if, but let me tell you the best decision I have ever made and yes there's days where I'm like maybe I should go back and stuff but then you're like but you have come so far look at what you have created and that's the main thing that I always focus on is look at what I've created and what possibilities I have created for my family at the end of the day my daughter can go to now schools um, we can start planning holidays which we haven't done in years so yeah that was for me was the main thing is focusing at the end of it what the outcome is because it is scary to resign and not knowing where your next income is coming from. It really is. And something that really resonated now with me hearing you say that you went to your job and it didn't feel like you anymore. Like you you didn't feel like yourself. And I think there's so many people out there that can resonate with that. They're going to the job and they need this drug. They need this money because they, they have to pay the bills. They have to pay the bills at the end of the day. And um, how do you make that shift from this is this doesn't feel like me anymore? And how do I choose me? I choose yeah. uncertainty in the sense as well, because now I'm going at it on my own, but I'm also choosing me and what is healthy for me. Yeah. But I also think when you make that decision, you must be comfortable that if it fails and you need to go work in a coffee shop as a barista, that you are mentally prepared that, if it doesn't work, you n- literally need to go do whatever it need you need to do to bring income in. Because the chances that you're going to go back into the role where you just left is very slim. Very slim, yeah. So you need to have that mindset that you need to do whatever it takes to make it work, or you're going to have to do whatever it takes to get an income after that if it doesn't work. So true. So I've heard you mention about a bakery, and I've heard you mention about some of your previous endeavors as well. Do you feel like you were always destined to have your own business? Do you feel like that was something that you can remember thinking as a kid? Or do you think this was more of circumstances that created the shift and you feel like this is a good fit for you now? I actually got goosebumps as you asked that question because it's something that obviously has been in my family. A lot of my family members don't work for bosses. They all have their own jobs or their own businesses and stuff like that. But as a kid, I always wanted to have a supermarket. So I always wanted to sell stuff, but I also enjoyed teaching. So kind of in a way with how we have gone online, the teaching and the shopping is still kind of there because I do teach and I do sell services. So in a way it's still there. And I just think it's always something that was meant for me but I don't think I was ready before I took this leap. As you mentioned, we did have a previous business. It didn't work out the way it did. Um, I think there was just too many logistical things in between there and stuff like that. But 
I think now where I'm at, I think I am exactly where I'm supposed to be right now. I've, um, I've heard a few people say that you don't start over, you start from experience. Exactly. And I found that so helpful to every time that you feel like you're failing at something, you're not failing, you're starting from experience, you're building on exactly. the with experience and you're building another brick and you're building your house brick by brick by brick. Yeah. Um, going back and thinking about everything, would you have done the same thing? Would you have done it in a different way? Or are you happy with how it has turned out so far? I think I would have done everything exactly the way I've done it. Because I think, like you say, from every job that I've had, from every experience that I've had, from every from a business that failed, if you want to call it failure, I have learned. And I now know what is needed, how I need to act when I respond to a comment for one of my clients or for myself. I know how to, and that's the thing, like the hospitality industry has ruined customer care for me because if someone doesn't get back to me in 24 to 48 hours, I'm like, what are you doing? Can someone just get back to me? <laughs> so everything that I have gone through, I think has prepped me to be where I am today and to know that this is exactly where I wanted to be. Because when I started, there's so many other dreams that you've had when you started out of school and you wanted to be this and you wanted to do that. And I think it's kind of the stepping stones to guide you to where you want to be. Because I think if I started off being a social media manager back in 2007, when social media became a thing, I might not have been enjoying it anymore. That is so true. That is so true. So tell me a little bit, what does the future hold for you? What are some of your goals and your dreams for your business? And what are your, what are some of your plans for the coming five years? So in my head, well, as you know, we are planning on hopefully in 2023 move to Canada. Uh -huh. Um I want to have almost, I, eventually I want to have my own agency with actual people that I employ. And it, I want it to be like an old factory that's been refurbished. So it must have that really rustic look to it and very modern interior and stuff like that. So yeah, I, I want to grow. <laughs> I want to have people that help me help other clients, help other solopreneurs that are starting out. Because I think there is going to be such a boom with regards to how people do things, how people have to show up on social media, how you market your business. I think now more than ever, I mean, you know how much time you spend on social media and where you look for stuff. And it's insane. And there's so many businesses that still need to get to that part where they are on social media. And yeah, it's not everything. You need a website, you need email marketing and stuff, but they all play a part. So that's my end goal is to have an agency with a whole bunch of people, have a whole bunch of people on my group coaching program that where I can teach other people and hopefully even employ some of those people to work for me full time. That's really exciting. I like listening to people and their goals and their dreams because they're, and especially listening to, listening to you now, how passionate you get and how excited you get. Like there's so much more to what you have at the moment and I think that is something that's really special to me in terms of having your own business and being an owner and an entrepreneur is the sky's the limit right 
Like anything that you can think about and dream about, you can do that. You're not capped in terms of you have to ask your employer or your boss or the company that you work for or check your contract whether you're allowed to do that or not. Yeah. Um, so it really is fair game. Exactly. And I mean, there is a lot of people are saying that the digital marketing space is so saturated and there's so many people out there. But at the end of the day, someone might not like me, they might not like my voice, they might not, not like the way I do things or how I talk or something like that. But there will be people that will resonate with me and what I'm about. And that's okay. There is enough out there for all of us. That's the thing, right? So there might be a lot of social media managers, but there's a lot of businesses that need it. Exactly. So for all of the people that deliver it, there's a lot of people that will need that services as well. Yeah. So let's move this conversation a little bit, because now talking about the people that need the service, um, what, who, give me a little bit more of who are the type of clients that you work with? Um, so that people, I know social media is a very broad topic because certain agencies and freelancers work only with a certain niche but do you have a certain niche or are you still in a process of finding exactly what you enjoy in terms of clients yeah so when I obviously started I was I would help anyone and everything that anyone that knocked on my door I would be there it didn't matter what your business is I have not gone and say, for example, I only help coaches or I only help this because there is a certain mix of my clients that are still from when I started. Um, do I enjoy doing everyone's stuff? No, I'm not going to lie to you. I, there's some of them like, can you just, you know, but I've been doing this stuff from like maybe three years ago. So they've been with me forever. But yeah. if I had to tell you now who I do enjoy working with, it is business coaches. It is other social media managers. It's digital marketing. So almost everyone that is a service-based business, because um, I find that they are a little bit more established as well. They know who their market is. They, it's not like they have to get feet through their door. They can reach people through social media. Um, Weight loss and diet, I do not enjoy. Um, <laughs> mental health, I do not enjoy. I actually had a client that was all about teen mental health and I found it such a struggle to work with it because I think there's certain things that you need to kind of be a little bit stronger because you see things and you read about things that you're like, gosh, how can these kids go through these things, you know? So I think it's literally it's more service-based um, coaches, digital marketing, social media style, met people that I enjoy working with. Do you think it's important for social, medias to have, social media managers to have a niche or is that something that they can kind of establish as they go along? Oh, this is such a hot topic in social media. Everyone's like, you need to niche down. I've got a little bit of a two-way of that because when you start, you're obviously not going to know who you enjoy working with, what you actually enjoy doing, you know? Like... Mm. I don't like Twitter. Um, there's so many other platforms that I do not enjoy, but I enjoy Instagram. Like Instagram for me is, I love it. Um, so I would say, do not niche down from the get-go. Focus first on seeing what it is that you are good at, what you enjoy, and then start seeing, okay, who do you actually want to work with? Do you want to work with hotels? 
do you want to work with big corporates? Do you want to work with solopreneurs? Because I already think that if you start just focusing on the, the size or the area and stuff, you're already breaking it down quite a bit instead of just saying, I do social media manager, social media management for females because there's a lot of females in this world, you know? So I would say not in the beginning, but try and do it as you are pivoting and see where you and what you enjoy and move it from there. That's the thing. You don't necessarily know what you don't know in the beginning, right? Exactly. You're taking exactly. on as many clients as you can, filling, mm. it, it, it sounds funny, but filling your pockets so that you actually have a bit of capital to move forward and to keep adjusting. And then as you go along, see what works and what doesn't and get rid of what doesn't and keep what does. Yeah, because it's also important that you, when you start seeing results and it's the same results for the same type of client, then you know, okay, I can implement one strategy and it will work for all five of these clients, for example. So that you don't have to get a new strategy for each industry that you are in, but you need to first find what works and where you can get results. Yeah. So tell me a little bit, <clears throat> if we, um, I have a few um, followers that have their own businesses and what do you think they should do? So if they're not at the point yet where they can hire a social media manager. They don't think they need it, although we both probably know they do, but they don't think they need it. What do you think they can do before hiring someone? What is what are what are some easy tips that you can maybe give a business owner that's a solopreneur and mm -hmm. they have to do everything? Yeah. And what do you think are the most important things to focus on in terms of social media? Well, I think as a solopreneur, it can become very overwhelming because you're trying to start a business and you're doing social media and you're doing email marketing and everything else. The first thing is that everyone starts at zero. So do not stress about the amount of followers that you've got. Start with your content planning. Know who you're trying to target. I always say I have content pillars there for you. Do some content research. Have templates that you don't have to redesign every time that you can just update and move on from there. Market research for me has been so helpful as a solopreneur when I just started because then you know what your clients want you know that the pain points that they have you know all those things so focus on understanding i'm going to interrupt you there tell us yeah. a little bit more about what you mean when you say market research so, so you have a, we, we have a, a a person that's starting their own consultancy or service and they don't exactly know what they need to do with market research what what do you mean by market research for, for social media so what I like to get my students to do is to actually do like a, almost like a survey monkey survey that they put out with 10 questions. I say never more than 10 because you don't want to overwhelm them. Then basically within that market research, you want to clarify where your ideal client is currently. So what is their current situation? Then you want to clarify what is their point B? Where do they want to be? And then you take that and you identify their pain points. So by doing all these things, you will be able to see that if the service or the products that you are offering is what your ideal client is looking for right now. Because once you validate, you can build. If you do not validate, if you start building from the get-go and you do not validate the services that you want to offer, you might not actually get any customers, to be honest. Because now you've built and put everything in place and it's not something that your ideal client wants. So for me... If you do that, if you can find out who your ideal client is, 
what the pain points are, where they're currently at and what their point B is so that you can, with your content and with your product, show them that it is possible and where the gap is. If you can identify that gap for them, you've got a product to sell. That's brilliant. That is so much valuable information. And for, um, for businesses, I'm at a point where I think I need someone. I think I probably need to hire someone. Okay, I narrow it down. I get five quotes from people. What do you have to look at in a social media manager before you hire them? That's quite a good question. And a lot of people ask that because it's an investment that you're making. So I always like to jump onto a Zoom call with my clients, almost like a discovery call, and see if we actually are fit. I wouldn't just hire someone based off a quote. So I would ask, obviously, for a portfolio, for some testimonials, have a look at the packages, obviously, that they have as well. Is it in my price bracket? bracket? Is Are they flexible if I want to change some things? And actually, have a look at their own social media. Are they, as a social media person, showing up? Because at the end of the day, I always say my personal account is my first client. So if I cannot do my own social media management, how do I expect someone else to see that I can do the job first off? Because that is a clear vision of what it is that I do for myself. So if I don't put the effort in for myself, I'm not going to put it in for you. And then, like I said, have a Zoom call because you might not actually like me. And then we're now working together and you, you think I'm rude or something like that. And then you stuck with me for three to six months. Good luck, hey? <laughs> and what are some of the questions that you would actually what you would like people to actually ask you before they hire you because sometimes people just okay there is a connection but come the first month then something doesn't work out what do you wish clients would ask you in that discovery call so some of the questions obviously would be is do I have experience in their niche because a lot of social media managers like you just said will take on whatever it is so if it is someone that needs a little bit more attention they need to also ask okay, I am a newbie. I have got no clue what I'm doing. Would you be able to guide me a little bit more? Because I have had clients where they sign up with me and I think that they understand social media. And then we spend so much more time like talking about the back end of it that it doesn't help me and it doesn't help them. So they some clients would possibly need someone that holds their hand a little bit more. Um, another question I would like my clients to also ask is, if anything happens, would you be able to assist me? So for example, if social media crashes, what do I need to do? Well, then I will say to you, you need to have email marketing because not like a couple of days ago, Instagram and WhatsApp, I think went down, there was a crash in the system and it was down for about 45 minutes. So, you know, I was like, the first thing is like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I've lost all my clients. But ask for what else there is possible don't just think that social media is the end all and be all and it's going to make you all this money that you need i would like my clients to ask me as well what else can i do to assist can i post on social media because a lot of them don't think that they can post and that's so wrong you need to still show yourself you still need to be yourself so those are some of the questions that i would want my clients to ask yeah, and that's interesting that you mentioned that because that's a bit more where the digital marketing comes in and where I would like to tell some of the people, um, you need to ask your social media manager how to integrate 
you, the rest of your marketing exactly. um, strategies as well. Because social media should only be one area. If yeah. you are only focusing on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Clubhouse, whatever the case, if you're only That's a lot. <laughs> on that, uh, one, you're going to be tired, but two, <laughs> but two, what are you trying to achieve with that? Exactly. So. I hated when people just focus on metrics and you've mentioned that yeah. earlier as well, looking for followers. I hated yeah. when people are only indicator focused. So meaning um, how many followers that I get? How but many do you know where that comes from? People think that if someone has got a huge following that they are an expert. And that's where it comes from. It's like, you can literally, I have gone onto accounts which have got thousands and thousands of followers and then you go and you look at who follows them and you're like but these people don't look like they are legit yeah probably a lot of fake accounts because technically anyone can create a fake account and create a hundred emails um email accounts and just go and like a few pages Um, so i'm very much focused on the outcomes yeah. What do you want this outcome to be? Talking about um, email marketing. So, where do you want to send people to? So, send them from social media to where? To email marketing, to your website, to somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. Because social media is just a almost like a gateway for them to get them off the platform and take them somewhere else. Whether it is like you say, email sign up whether it is for freebie download wherever you can grab their email address um, so that you can actually have a conversation with them and that's a warmer lead because once they've signed up for your email newsletter or whatever it is you kind of know that they are already interested in either your product or your services i'm reading a very interesting book at the moment the nuclear effect and they're referring to your clients or your customers being either um sidewalk or slow lane or fast lane and people cannot stay in the fast lane for a very long period because Mm -hmm. that's exhausting Um, being in the fast lane it means that you are actively looking so I'm actively looking for a social media manager or actively looking but that's exhausting so then we move down to the slow lane but a lot of people on social media Instagram Facebook the followers are mostly sidewalk They are mostly people just browsing, just looking at the cars going by. They haven't even entered the slow lane yet. So you are trying to get them from the sidewalk directly to the fast lane and say, buy this product, do this. Like there's a big process that comes in before sidewalk people buy your product. And I would probably say your slow lane is probably your email address. So you move people from the sidewalk, social media, to your email list where they're a bit more active. And then you move them to the fast lane where they're actually going to check out and actually actively looking for you. Exactly. So, um, Natanya, um, this was an absolutely lovely conversation. I really enjoyed talking to you. I can probably talk to you all day. But <laughs> I want to finish off really strong and say, um, I want to ask you two questions. So for anyone that is on that verge of should they move forward, like what piece of advice would you give someone that's in the corporate world and maybe you want to move to freelance? So that's question number one. And then question number two would be, um, how do I grow my social media following 
in terms of a new business or do I really need a social media manager? So that's the two so questions to end mm -hmm. off with. So the first one is if you are in corporate wanting to go full freelance, I would say try and see if you can side hustle first. So do it at night, um, get some experience, get some reviews, get some testimonials, get some results so that you've got something to show. I did my side hustle for three years before I quit my nine to five. Um, yes, it took dedication. It took after hours. It took weekends working and stuff like that. But you, you do not, unless you are 100% sure that you can cover your income, I would not recommend just taking that leap um, because it, it is going to add stress to your life. It's going to add, you are going to be so miserable that you will not be able to show up 110% in your own business if it's a freelancing business. Mm -hmm. So for, for me, it's, I wouldn't recommend going cold turkey and just jumping in. Try and get references and stuff like that. So you've got something, try and get a couple of clients so you at least cover your expenses and then make that shift. Okay, brilliant. And then the last question um, about the, the business owners, what's the one piece of advice that you can give business owners either doing their own social media or at the point of hiring someone? So what I would say for someone that's just starting is you do not need to be on all the platforms at once. Find out where your clients are, your ideal clients are. If it is just Instagram that you want to focus on, focus just on Instagram. Be consistent engage social media is all about being social make sure that you are engaging with relevant hashtags engaging with people that are following you people that you are following build a community at the end of the day you will get your best friends if you and your biggest business hype women and hype men if you actually focus on building that community Natanya, this was absolutely amazing. Thank you for all of the golden nuggets there. I really appreciate this. And thank you for spending your afternoon with me. Thank you for having me. And thank you so much for everything that you do for your community. It's a pleasure. <laughs> thank you so much for listening and staying till the very end. I really hope you enjoyed it. To get a free virtual coffee session with me, give me some feedback. Write a review, take a screenshot, tag me and send it to me. I will email you a link to book your session. Subscribe to my podcast if you want to hear more and see you in the next episode.